0: brother was Alden Ehrenreich who played Han Solo in (laughs) Solo the mysteries podcast a show where two recovering supernatural fans subject themselves to a rewatch my name is ollie i use any pronouns my social media is at ollie fresh fresh with a ph on most platforms i'm claudia
1: um my pronouns are she her and you can find me on social media at kaludia says k-a-l-u-d-i-a says and today we are talking about just one episode we're talking about the here's why we don't fly around the country and drive around in our fun little car. <laughs> um, the Phantom Traveler. Which, yeah. I feel like there's a lot of these episodes that have to be like, you know, okay, so this is what they do, and this is how it works, mm-hmm. and this is the episode that explains one little plot hole of why we have this weird stylistic choice. Um, but it also has a ton of other plot-heavy
0: stuff. Yeah. So This episode... Um, like it looks kind of like it almost looks like a filler episode it almost feels like the first like oh it's not super super plot heavy episode but like that's not true yeah like it's it's also a lot of stuff looking back it's like oh this sets up a lot but we won't get into it because we're not we're not spoiling it if you're watching along with us
1: um so the phantom traveler let's
0: Let's get into it, shall let's, we? Let's get right on into it. Um, I think that that's a very fun name for an episode. I do like to guess what I think the episode is going to be about based on, uh, you know, based on the title. And it really got me. This episode is called The Phantom Traveler, but I really feel like it should switch names with the first episode, which is called Pilot. Get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> because this episode does have to do with planes. <sighs> get it? Like a Pilot. <laughs> I hate it, love. I really do. It's so hard being as funny and charismatic and cool as I am. This episode starts out uh, with a bang. If you don't like planes, so sorry. This episode is not for you. So it starts in like an airport and we go to... The men's bathroom and there's this guy and he looks really really upset and nervous and he's like in the bathroom washing his face and he's definitely rattled another guy walks out of the stall and was like hey you good and he's like yeah i'm just a nervous flyer he's like hey the chance of uh dying in a plane crash is like two thousand, or twenty thousand to 1 and he's like oh yeah thanks that makes me feel better the other guy leaves And then this black, like, mist substance leaves from a vent and enters this guy's, like, eyes. And then suddenly his eyes are black and then they're normal. Then he walks onto the plane and, like, it cuts to him walking onto the plane and he seems like he's kind of got a pep in his step, like he's ready to go. And as he's getting on the plane, he looks at this flight attendant and remember her, she's going to be important. And this flight attendant sees that his eyes are, like, fully black. And she kind of looks at him like, oh, that was kind of weird. But she doesn't say anything or do anything. Then we cut to the flight as it's happening. Like a little later, everyone's seated They're in the air. This gentleman leans over to the woman who's sitting next to him. And he says, like, hey, how long have we been in the air? And she's like, oh, it's been about 40 minutes. Then he gets up from his seat, walks back towards the emergency exit, looks at a dude who's kind of sitting there chilling. And this dude looks back at him and is like, it's kind of weird. What are you doing? Then he, uh, he walks up to the emergency exit on this plane that is at cruising altitude, pops open the emergency exit, he flies out, the entire cabin depressurizes, and the plane just goes down.
1: And he does say, time really does fly, right? He has this little catchphrase where he's like, wow, time really does fly, like when he asks, like, oh, how long have we been flying uh, before he goes to stretch his legs, which
0: comes back later on it's very funny too because he's sitting next to this woman and he's like time really does fly and she looks at him like "Uh uh-huh like when a man just unsolicited like we'll start talking to you unsolicited she was very much like yeah there's a lot of stuff in this show where i'm like you can tell that this is directed by someone who has spoken to people (laughs) like unsolicited like unsolicited just started speaking because there are moments where I'm like, dang, that is not how I would react if someone just started speaking to me. No, no.
1: um, Yeah, so we see all of these people die in a very violent, almost lost, like, passion. Yeah. Like, shout out to the early to mid-2000s. Yeah. This is also 2005, so we're we're not that far from, yeah. you know, certain things. <laughs> and, uh... yeah. It's a it's it's one way to begin an episode um, given that like, you know, my my bigger fear is the the dark water from the last episode, but then for some people, this is a big one. Yeah, this is another one of those.
0: oh, supernatural is scary sometimes. Yeah, for sure. I think there were a lot of parts in this episode where I was like, I'm not someone who's particularly scared of flying. I'm not a nervous flyer. but I can imagine if I was, this would be deeply troubling. I, I feel similar to how I was at the lake because I'm not very scared of, like, open water or anything. So it's it's a similar situation where I'm like, even though this is not something I'd normally be scared of, I'm getting a little a little antsy. Mr. Winchester, thank you very much.
1: Um, Speaking of Dean, the next... <laughs> oh, Lord. The next scene is this, like... You know what? It's very equal opportunity. I'll say that. <laughs> this very, like... Not... The... Like, sexual, but, like, very gratuitous no. pan down Dane's entire body
0: No, it's sleeping. It starts with his, he's laying, like, you know how there are those comic book covers where they've drawn the female character? In, yeah. like, a, like, totally contorted so that you can see her ass and her boobs. Yeah. That's how Dean Winchester is sleeping on this bed. And he's wearing, like, a tight shirt and, like, boxer briefs. <laughs> Little tiny black boxer briefs and you see and his whole hairy legs. And I'm like, ah, I'm so scared. This is a scary show. Correct me if I am Sorry. wrong.
1: Correct me if I am wrong. Is this not the shot that is in that infamous Tumblr post about you? that is uh, using the golden
0: ratio to talk about the curve of Dean's ass. I think you might be right. This is the only part I can think of where we see a gratuitous ass shot of Dean Winchester while he's lying in bed. I'm sure there are more gratuitous shots of him, but this one there's specifically feels like, familiar.
1: There's ones of him, like, shirtless and stuff like that. Like, the yeah. ones that are, like, more sexual. But yeah. this is one that, like, there's an infamous Tumblr yeah.
0: post. Also, I do think it's important to say... Dean Winchester does sleep with socks on, so take that how you will.
1: <laughs> you know, um, it's it's up
0: to you. But anyway, the episode yeah, starts with... So,
1: it's, it's, it's <laughs> that, and then they do make it like seem like kind of scary, scary music, and then like, someone's walking in, and then it's just Sam being like, yeah. hello?
0: What's also funny <laughs> is maybe in the early 2000s, mid-2000s, this would be different, but we know so much like what sam looks like and sam looks so distinct like his he's extremely tall his hair is silly so it's like (laughs) basically the shot that we get is we dean is backlit by like a window and a door and the door opens and we see someone walking in who's backlit so we can't see who it is but it's so obviously sam like it's it's not like like, a mystery
1: why why is it scary yeah
0: you're like it's "It's scary because it's sam winchester
1: (laughs) yeah and then basically sam comes in and he's like hey everybody i'm doing great and dean's like bro it is 5:45 in the fucking morning did you sleep at all and sam's like nope and i am doing just fine yeah and dean is like have have you not been sleeping have you been having nightmares about jess and he's like yeah maybe i have and he's like but that that's what the job does to you i mean yeah. doesn't it happen to you and dean's like no i'm just built there for it yeah it's like clearly and then it seems like well not really you do have a knife under your pillow and he's like no i just fucking (gasps)
0: one eye open when i'm sleepy (laughs) (laughs) no dean's like dean's like this is just reasonable like you've seen what's out there i do think it's funny though dean's like sam are you having nightmares about jess and he's like yeah and literally everything else we have dealt with and dean's like you're just being paranoid and sam's like you sleep with a knife under your pillow so you're not one to speak and i'm like like, i'm an alcoholic so like who cares in dean's favor like if i had seen what what he has seen i probably would too yeah like i can't blame him i'm like i hate to break it to you sam he does kind of have a point
1: doesn't he have a gun under his pillow like later on he
0: might i i I thought it was a
1: gun but then he pulled out a knife and i was like oh i thought later i guess later in the series he might have a gun but like it was it was very powerful of him and um to be like actually i am built different sorry to sam but i am built different i'm like dean i do know for a fact that you are not built different yeah so this is very funny um
0: it's just it's such it's such a funny scene because it is once again in the first episode there's like the hey Dean's like no chick flick moments. I don't want to talk about my emotions. Dean is literally always trying to talk about his emotions. No, that's like that's he's like the oxymoron Sam of this fucking he's show. He's like, Sammy, are you okay? And Sam's like, I'm fine. And he's like, Are you sure? Do you want to talk about it? And he's like, No, I like Sam is the one who's like, I don't want to talk about my feelings. It's just so literally, funny.
1: It's this they flip back and forth and it's very funny. Um, so the, yeah, in the middle of this conversation, Dean's cell phone rings and there's this guy who their dad like did a job for in the past like that he saved this guy in the past who calls him and is like hey like you know your dad helped me in the past like can you help me i think i saw something weird and they're like what the fuck do you mean And he's like can you just like come here in person and we can talk about it so they drive
0: i don't know where they drive to pennsylvania
1: so they go to this, like, I don't know, airport. I, I kept being like, did they film this in the like, Dulles Air and Space Museum? Um, but
0: <laughs> No, they are, they are in Canada and it's very clear because all of the airlines are like, have big, like, it's like Air Britannia. And yeah, it's like, okay, it's Air so. Air Britannia, you're right. It's like, it's like, uh just say that you filmed it in Canada and move along. Yeah.
1: So they meet this guy, and this guy's like, yeah, like, you know, your dad was really helpful, whatever. And he helped me with a poltergeist. And then there's this guy in the background who's like, damn, poltergeist is my favorite movie. <laughs> and I'm like, could you guys not wait to have this conversation not in public? Yeah, they were. Um, they walked
0: in, and, and they were like, pedal to the metal. We got stuff to do. It's
1: very funny. And uh, J- Jerry, this guy's name is Jerry.
0: Jerry, he, my icon. I'm obsessed with him, actually. Yeah,
1: I am. He's a just a... He,
0: jerry's just a guy he's just a fun guy who's like hey help me
1: he's just this like man he brings out the voice recorder he brings out like the black box of the plane that crashed in the beginning and he's like so you're gonna wanna listen to this and honestly this the sound design on this i do have many questions it's like normal black box sounds of like a crash and then like a random horrible sound of a monster over top of it yeah and then, like and then it and then it says like no survivors and like it's very, it's mixed incredibly badly and you're just like, what? And Dean and Sam are just sitting there like, okay, that makes sense. And,
0: and then they're like, like, they're like, oh, were there survivors? And he's like, yeah. And they're like, all right, so, so
1: let's get cracking. It's and they basically Jerry's like, I don't think it was a mechanical failure. And they're like, yeah, clearly. Um, and he's like here was the survivors including the pilot sam like sam and dean are like okay we need this we need this we need this we need this we also need to see the wreckage and jerry's like you're not gonna get to see the fucking wreckage it's like under surveillance by homeland security
0: yeah and it's a plane crash like you can't just walk up and see like
1: this is hit- 2005 yeah. The Patriot Act has recently been been enacted.
0: Yeah, it's very much like, in what world did these two think there was any possibility that they were going to be able to just walk up and see a plane crash?
1: And then they do go straight to a copy shop where Dean's like, alright, he literally does say, he's like, well, Homeland Security is new, so I need to get new fake IDs. So they, like, make fake Homeland Security IDs at a fucking off-brand Kinko's cause this is two thousand five. Imagine
0: being the employee there who's like a dude walks in and is like, hey, I need to make a fake idea and you're like, so true bestie, like let's do it. Yeah. Like maybe they nude his dad too, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Like well, I it, feel like that's something you would get fired for.
1: And it's also like, how were they operating before this? Like in not incognito? Or was Dean just shitty and his dad did all of it?
0: Like I that's what I'm imagining. Like I imagine it must have been John Winchester doing most of like the the big idea guy stuff
1: yeah but it's it's so they like is yeah so they're like they go they go make homeland security ids lots unpack there really a moment in time and they they go to they go to a psychiatric hospital to go visit um the guy who saw the guy open the 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 plane door who's one of the survivors
0: and yeah he's... the gentleman who was on who's yeah the guy who's on the plane who when the person who had black eyes who opened the door was like hee, i'm gonna go open the door this like, guy cool. this guy was this guy turned around and saw him and saw him open the door and was like well Girl, what um <laughs> yeah
1: and he's like he's like yeah you're not gonna believe me and he also says he's like homeland security was already talked to me like why are you talking to me again and they're like let's gaslight this man and it's like yeah because yeah,
0: he did they're like yeah because they had gone to find him and they were like yeah he checked himself in like his mother had said like yeah he checked himself in because he is not doing great and they're yeah. like they're like so you checked yourself and he's like yeah i just went through a plane crash so like i'm pretty traumatized but then dean is like Is this why you're traumatized? Because you were in a plane crash? Or did you see something up there? Because I think you saw something up there. And he starts to get kind of defensive. And then Sam pulls in with the good cop deal. And he's like, listen, we'll believe you. We're going to help you. You just got to tell us what's going on. And it's like. Classic Sam move. I know. It really is like one of their first real like good cop, bad cop moments. It's not even necessarily good cop, bad cop. It's like good cop Dean. (laughs) So it's It's, like. It's it's (laughs)
1: just, it's Dean,
0: (laughs) Dean Thrawn moment. Stop, you can't keep bringing up Chiss Dean Winchester. <laughs> it's literally,
1: like, Dean being like, I don't know how to deal with people. And then Sam being like, it's okay. Everything's going to be okay because yeah. I'm the nice brother.
0: It really, like, there are so many examples where I'm like, dang, Dean is neurodivergent. Like, not even as, like, a, oh, yeah. I'm, like, I'm also neurodivergent. I'm projecting. Like, legit, there are moments where I'm like, oh, my God, this this gentleman... This gentleman is, is neurodivergent.
1: Yeah, yeah, and he's like, I don't understand, whatever, and Sam's like, I'll I'll, I'll handle it. Yeah, but so they're um, talking,
0: so they're talking to this guy, they go to this, to this mental hospital, this psychiatric ward, and they're like, hey, what did you see? And he's hesitant, and then they talk to him a little bit, they butter him up, and he's like, yeah, okay, like, I guess... And he tells them he saw the guy walk out and like open the door. And he's like, he's like, you guys aren't going to believe me because it's literally impossible to open an exit on a plane when you're when it's pressurized when you're in the air, which is true, which is a funny aside because I was watching a YouTube video dispelling myths about airplanes right before i watched this episode where the guy was like you literally cannot open it you have to depressurize the cabin first and that's what the guy in this youtube video was saying and then i watched this episode of supernatural and i was like wait a minute this this is crazy yeah and then then immediately it came in helpful or it came in handy because the guy was like it's impossible like you cannot this gentleman they're visiting is like it's impossible you cannot do that i looked it up i must have gone crazy and they're like yeah
1: Ooh, and Dean said in know. the next episode he's like yeah you'd have to have fucking superhuman strength so clearly something's wrong. Yeah, so in the they, next scene, yeah. Yeah, so
0: they do go visit this guy's widow and they find yeah, out the, cuz they, they t- yeah, they find out who the guy they find out who the guy is that the person in the mental hospital was talking about.
1: Yeah, and they go visit his wife and and his wife's like no there wasn't anything weird and they're like okay there's there's nothing here. Okay, I, I They don't also understand what's wrong with this man. They also they ask her,
0: they're like, they're like, so how long were you married? Whatever, and she's telling them all this, and like, did you notice anything weird during your marriage? And she's like, he had acid reflux, which was so funny because it caught me so off guard. Sam, I just
1: <laughs> Sam really is just they're like, I fucked this one up.
0: Oh um... yeah, they're like, dang, alright, maybe this guy is just some guy.
1: And it's then oh then this is when we get our shopping montage because then they're like okay we've got nothing so we 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 need to see the wreckage and we're gonna have to sneak in so we need proper attire so then they go to like they go get suits yeah they go go to like men's warehouse it's very funny and then dean's like i feel like the blues brothers and it's very funny
0: he walks out out with a suit he walks out with a suit and he's like i feel like one of the blues brothers and sam is like you don't look like one of the Blues Brothers. You look like an eighth grader at his first dance. And Dean's like, I hate this. This is stupid. He's an idiot. He's like a little guy. He's like a little kid who's like, This is stupid. I don't want to wear it. It's I don't want to put on my funny. church clothes, mom.
1: It's very funny. And like considering you guys get arrested constantly,
0: this is very funny. It's just. It's also so like. I'm just like, dang. He just doesn't like that texture. Leave him alone. Yeah, I'll leave him alone. Um, and that's why he's
1: always he's always like i have to be driving my special car and wearing my special jacket um yeah so yeah they, they use their fake ids and their little suits and they like go check out the plane remains and they're like scraping residue off of stuff and the emergency handle whatever
0: in order to find parts of this plane crash that may be suspect or may be related to a supernatural entity Dean is using this EMF reader electromagnetic frequency oh reader my God. that and he pulls it out he's like Sam look and Sam's like what is that it looks like a Walkman that has been, like, broken apart and put back together. Yeah. And then, like, spliced with something else. It looks really bad. And Dean's like, yeah, because that's what it is. Because I made it myself. And it's, it's like, he's, he's literally so excited. And he's like, yeah, it's an EMF reader. I made it myself. And he shows it to Sam, and he's all excited about it. And Sam's, like, just kind of looks at him. Because it, it looks ugly, but it works. And he's like, but Sam just kind of looks at him and just kind of gives him the eye. And Dean's like, you see the excitement drain from his face? And I'm like, dang, like- that is really <laughs>
1: i'm like oh bestie i love you king
0: i know i'm like can someone please give this man some validation
1: it's like oh bestie um i just
0: want to i just want to tell him that he did a good job because once again my neurodivergent king i'm so sorry and then like some actual Homeland security agents do
1: show up and they're like (laughs) oh Were these your colleagues who were who were inside yeah. and they were like, Uh no and so they do get chased down by several federal agents. Yeah. And they escape them by like hopping a fence and running away. <laughs> they
0: they have this line. So they had gone and they had to like go through all the security and there's a local police officer who's like, You guys can't come in here and they're like, Oh, we're Homeland Security And they're like, Oh yeah, you can actual homeland security shows up and they're running and they look all silly because they're like running away and my favorite one of my favorite moments of this episode is in order to climb this huge fence there's like chain link fence that has like barbed wire on top that's like two like like 12 feet tall in order to climb it dean throws the jacket of his suit that he just bought up over the fence like onto the the top of the fence and uses it to like climb over like so he doesn't hurt his little hands and then he it's gets back on the funny. ground and he looks at sam and he goes huh, maybe this monkey suit is good for something
1: and you're just like and it's and this is another moment of like forced perspective as well because you're like okay how how did he do that like how did he reach whatever and you're like oh it's just because they're both like really tall so like this this climbing over is not is not normal um yeah
0: Like I could not do that. It's like I'm not funny. I'm not short, but I know for a fact that I am not tall enough to do that. And then I'm like, oh, these men are giant. It's
1: it's it is very funny, and so basically they like they leave whatever, and then we cut to, um, the pilot from the flight. He's about to like take yeah from the yeah the the pilot flight Yeah. yeah the
0: one that crashed from the cold open um this pilot is he's he's there and he looks a little stressed but he's like all right like i'm i gotta start flying again and there's a gentleman there with him who's like let's go up like if we get up in this smaller plane it's like a like um like a twin plane that's got two engines so it's a smaller like almost like a private jet looking plane (laughs) but he's like yeah i'm gonna take you up in this you'll fly you just gotta get your legs under you and then we can get you back in a commercial liner before you know it but he's all nervous he's like all right okay yeah let's do it then we see that same spooky black mist sort of thing enter his eyes and he's like actually i'm ready to go i'm fine and the guy who's gonna be his co-pilot's like all right whatever so they go up they're flying and the the pilot chuck is his name uh chuck looks over at the co-pilot who's with him and he's like hey how long have we been in the air And the co-pilot's like, about 40 minutes. And Chuck says, oof, time really does fly.
1: And then crashes the plane.
0: And then he does bonk the other guy on the head very hard with his fist. And then immediately puts the plane into a nosedive and crashes it.
1: Yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. So they go to Jerry and they're like, um the stuff they're like yeah this stuff that we scraped off it's sulfur and that means we're dealing with a demonic possession and they're and if you've watched supernatural you know yeah we're in the big game now boys like this is this is this is what it's all about
0: and they never Um, specify they never like specify what jerry's job is no because he looks at it and he's like ah you guys are dealing with sulfur i'm like i guess he's a chemist (laughs) (laughs) i mean He's just, I guess he just builds planes. I mean, good for him. I enjoy him. It's just funny because I'm like, this this guy, he's got access to a lot of stuff. Yeah. He's just a fun guy.
1: And yeah, so while Sam and Dean are like looking up, they're looking up demonic possession and whatever. They have this
0: like extremely funny scene, (laughs) which is funny later where Sam and Dean are like doing their little research, which they do in every episode. And Sam is like, talking kind of at Dean you go to their I guess hotel room that they're staying at and they've yeah. got all of like the red string and the pictures of demons printed posted up on their wall yeah and Sam is like so you know so get this <laughs> so get this so get this every culture has demons or demonic possession in their lore right so every culture has something having to do with demons and Dean's like Well, yeah, but like, I've never seen anything involved with like a plane crash where it kills as many people as it killed. Like there were like 100 people on that plane and only seven of them survived. It's crazy. I've never seen that. And Sam's like, well, in Japanese culture, there are examples of certain spirits and certain demons being associated with different kinds of disasters. So there's a big thing about talking about how it's this big multicultural concept, how it can't be sort of classified into a certain culture. Which, spoiler for later in the episode completely ignores the multicultural aspect there's a lot of dealing with like oh well we must use christian christian words to yeah but we'll get into that but just remember that for remember that for later
1: this is a genuine this is a, a general problem of supernatural they're like we're gonna bring in other stuff however the the crux of supernatural is that this is bible fan fiction yeah the story of supernatural is the gospel of winchester spoiler alert it is the gospel of winchester it is supposed to be it is bible fan fiction it's what happens next um yeah like and and so sometimes they're like yeah we do acknowledge that there are other things but we're going to do it badly yeah like Um, don't
0: forget christianity is always here I mean, and it's like, like okay. sam literally spends like in this moment he is like here's all these different cultures that do it and then they're like but only one really matters like wow thank you so much supernatural
1: like oh wow and you know what? Could you get into it in a meta sort of way of like, well, because this show is in—it's it's such a representation of Americana and like white white male uh, American masculinity and like, so obviously that that would follow that like you know it it's it follows like the values of like even if we're gonna acknowledge other cultures, it's always gonna come back to like you know white Christian hegemony and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean we could but also
0: but that was not their intention when making is, it like it's not, not like made to be satire i genuinely do think they were like oh my gosh we're gonna acknowledge different cultures exist we're so forward thinking and progressive Congratulations <laughs> to 2005 so but
1: so yeah so they they have this whole little moment and they're like so get this demons which is so funny considering what occurs following this in the, on this show. And then Jerry calls them and it's like, hey, bad news? The fucking pilot just died. Um, and so they go they visit the crash site
0: which is in nazareth pennsylvania which dean mentions like multiple (laughs) times he's like on the phone jerry's like chuck died he was my friend and dean's like what i'm so sorry where's the crash what happened and he's like it's in nazareth Pennsylvania it's in nazareth and dean's like it's kind of ironic and jerry's like what and he's like never mind we'll go check out the crash yeah and that's when the supernatural's like by the way we are bible fan fiction it's it's just very funny too because i'm like dean someone just died like i know it's a show i know it's a tv show and i'm being too hard on this character because it's a tv show but it's so funny because imagine you're like my friend just died and your other friends like it's so ironic that he he died while he was driving a car just like the movie cars like it's so off the wall it's so weird i hope that
1: if and when i die um um, you do that to me oh, like,
0: yeah if anything ever happens to you i'm gonna be like oh uh, they're like oh yes claudia got hit by a car i'm like oh my god just that's just like the movie just, cars just like the movie cars it <laughs> was lightning there no i'm gonna be like so yeah.
1: <laughs> so basically i can't deal with this so basically they they go to the crash site they're like okay we found sulfur residue they realize that the demon is I will say this. We did say that, oh, you know, it could be a demon of any kind, but this is the part where Dean actually is the one who determines that, no, this demon is following Christian biblical practices, I guess, because they realize, okay, every single time there's been a crash, it's been 40 minutes into the flight, um, the ones we found in the past, the one that just happened, and and this one. Yeah, because um, they, they,
0: while they were doing research, they found, like, a couple instances of people dying 40 minutes into a flight over the course of the last, like, yeah. I think it was, like, last couple years. So, and like, Dean's, oh. And Dean's
1: like, it's a biblical number, you know, 40 days and 40 nights, blah, blah, blah. And then, he's, and then both Sam and Dean, they're like, obviously – It's going after the people who survived because they said no survivors. Yeah. So they're driving in the car and Sam is – they cut to, like, Sam is calling all of the survivors and he's, like, pretending to be a telemarketer surveying people about, like, whether or not that they are going to – be flying anytime soon so that he can figure out like who he needs to save immediately which is again smart sam moments
0: it's also Um, very funny because you do get to see sam's like customer service voice because he's like and remember next time you fly remember your friends at britannia airline or whatever the airline was called but it was so funny like and dean's driving and sam's like yeah and i'm imagining like if a telemarketer calls you you know how loud an old car like the car that dean yeah. has must be imagine yeah. sam being in that car and you're like <laughs> you're on the phone with the telemarketer and they're like hello it's like and you're like hello <laughs> like,
1: like it's it's all of it is extremely funny um basically they find out that the one person who is going to fly next is uh a stewardess who survived And they can't get in contact with her and she's leaving tonight. So they're like, we're not going to make it. And Dean's like, like, fuck, we're going to make it. I'm going to drive like I'm on the motherfucking Autobahn. (laughs) I'm
0: sorry. (laughs) No, because literally he's like, don't worry, we got this. And then he's like, turn on the turbo. Dean
1: says, "Um, let's go, girls." (laughs) Like he literally.
0: All right, Sammy, put the pedal to the metal. It's
1: like, uh, it's like Alexa, play Highway to Hell. Oh my god. (laughs) Um, so they they arrive at the airport, and you can really tell it's 2005 because they're they're outside security. But they're, like, they go up to, like, a white courtesy phone and they're, like, <laughs> yeah, can I, like, hi, I'm trying to call Amanda. Can you tell her that, you know, someone's trying to reach her or whatever? And she's, like, being paged at the gate and she, like, has to go to the courtesy phone for them to, like, to call her. I'm, like, damn, 2005 much? Yeah. Um dean spends this stupid fucking story that her sister had a car accident (laughs) to try and keep her off the plane but it doesn't work because she's like i was literally just on the phone with my sister like what the fuck yeah like five minutes ago
0: i just talked to her she is at her house who are you is this like one of his friends one of like she says like a a guy's name she's like is this one of your friends or whatever and he's like yeah i'm your i'm his i'm his friend you're you're um your ex-boyfriend's friend yeah 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 he's really messed up you you need to call him right now he needs really to talk misses to you,
1: you. <laughs> um and she still won't get off the plane and so and sam she's like all like, like,
0: she's like I'll call you I'll call him when I land and they're like ah, ah, no shit um and
1: yeah and she goes to board the flight and you see the black like smoke thing in the vent so like you know the shit's going to hit the fan and sam like sam Herzadine is like the only way we're going to stop it is if we get on that motherfucking plane and we exercise the demon, or else everybody on that plane is going to die. And this is the point is like, hey, bestie, there is a reason I drive everywhere. Yeah. And it is because I am afraid of flying. And Sam's like, I can do this alone, or you can come with me. And Dean's like, I'm not going to let you go alone. So then he goes with him. So, like, they just straight out explain. They're like, yeah, Dean just doesn't like flying. And that's why we're never going to yeah. address fucking airplanes on this show ever again. Yeah. They really it's...
0: said, like, all right, this this is going to be airtight. Yeah.
1: They were like, we got to address this plot hole now. Um, they get on the flight and Dean is, like, having a literal panic attack. He's, like, <laughs> scared, whatever. Sam is like, you need to stay fucking calm. Um, they only obviously have forty minutes to find who is the person who's possessed, and Sam throws out this factoid out there that's like, it's gonna be the person, someone who's uneasy or under pressure, and that's why they they targeted somebody who was afraid of flying. Um,
0: and yeah, he's like, demon. If you're if you're nervous, you're way more open to possession, and he's like, Dean. That's one of the reasons why when Dean's kind of having his little panic attack moment, he's like, dude, you need to calm down right now. Let's breathe in, out. And there's a sequence of them like breathing together. It's very It's also, they
1: never bring that concept back of like, you're more susceptible to being um, possessed if you're stressed. And you're like, wait a minute. They never yeah. bring that one back. So basically, they're like, okay, I guess first we'll talk to obviously Amanda. Yeah, the, the flight the, flight, the attendant. flight attendant. And Dean's like, let me just go with a with a little water bottle of holy water. And Sam's like, No, that's not very fucking subtle. Just like mention the name of God, and then she might <laughs> flinch. And then he goes, even better, say it in Latin. And Dean's like, Okay, all right. And and he looks at him <laughs> again, and he's like, It needs to be in Latin, you know that that's Cristo, right? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I knew that, whatever. And you're like, how the
0: fuck is he gonna do this? And he goes back to the- I know, why do they like, they really do like, they make Dean look so incompetent sometimes on this show. Like we know he's incredibly competent because we see him do stuff that's like yeah. very good, but there are moments where it's like, Sam's like, it's Cristo, right? And Dean's like, yeah, I know. Why are you talking down to me?
1: So they're like, okay, so he goes to the back, whatever, and he's, like, talking to the flight attendant. I'm like, yeah, don't, don't she, flirt with women on the job. Yeah, she's standing,
0: <laughs> like, in the back of the plane. You know, the part that's, like, by the restroom where, like, the the beverage cart, like, waits. That's that little area that they're standing in that, like, is behind the curtain. And he's and- standing there and he's just like, so, you're a flight attendant? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, I'm a nervous flyer. I guess you never get scared of flying. And she's like, no, I mean, I'm, I'm you know... Flying does kind of stress me out, but you know, I'm, it's fine. I'm not going to let it control me and I'm, I'm happy to do my job, you know, whatever. Fully well known, Dee knows this woman has been in a, in a plane crash. Like not like two weeks ago, maybe. Yeah. And, and they have this whole conversation and then he
1: like a fairly normal conversation. And then by the end of it, he's just like. He just, like, looks her straight in the eye and he's like, Cristo whatever. And she's like, I'm sorry. And then he, like, says it again, whatever. And you're like, you could not have done that in any other way. You could not have done that in a more
0: obvious fucking way. It's very funny. To be fair, he's neurodivergent. So leave him alone.
1: So, like, yeah, he goes back to Sam and he's like
0: she's weirdly well-adjusted yeah i think the exact quote is he says well she must be the most well-adjusted person on the planet which i believe 100 percent. very funny she's an Um, icon amanda girl i hope you're doing well
1: yeah and so and he like there's some turbulence and dean starts to freak out again and sam's like We need to keep it together. We're running out of time. And we need to do an exorcism. And that's going to be two parts where you have to get the demon out of the body where it's going to be more powerful for a little bit. And then you have to get rid of it. And both parts of the ritual will have to be
0: read. Yeah. And he's Um, like, so get this. I found this thing in Dad's journal that you have to read out loud in order to um, exorcise a demon.
1: And so then Dean, again too obvious starts walking up and down the aisle with his little walkman detector and i'm like yeah because they would let you do that in 2005 after 9-11 to just walk around with your weird little device mm, i don't yeah. think that will be
0: happening i'm just wondering how he got that through airport security <laughs> like this was right after the patriot act i'm just imagining dean being like that's my my ipod and they're like that's this is walkman. they're like this is a walkman that you have dismantled and done something to and he's like and 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 so and what, what about what, it what more do you want from me which i think is very funny but every time i see this little walkman it just makes it brings me so much joy because i'm like dean made that himself
1: <laughs> it's i'm i'm so proud of him and yeah I i'll give she... him
0: i'll give him what john winchester never would and that's i love you son you did a good job i can't deal
1: with this so basically they, they figure out that the demon is the co-pilot and they're like oh fuck that's why yeah we're they... not detecting anybody in there and whatever and then so sam and dean are like we need to ask the flight attendant to get him out
0: of the cockpit or we're all gonna fucking yeah. die and the way they find out is that the co-pilot's like walking out they're walking around with the emf reader they can't find anything and as like they, they go through the whole plane and they're like there's no one and as they're walking up like to the door of the cockpit the co-pilot comes out of the bathroom and the emf reader starts going off and he looks over at them and he's like hee hee and then dean or Sam, I don't remember. One of them is like, Cristo. And he looks over and his eyes are black and he like flinches. And you're like,
1: I- not this. And then I- it
0: zooms in really close to Sam's face and then it cuts to like commercial break. And I'm like, geez, back up, Jared it did it
1: did give me a flashback to my super who days days we are like oh my god if you say Christo whatever and I was like okay you know what I don't I don't need to be reminded of that <laughs> I don't I don't need to be reminded of that basically they go to the back of the plane and they're like hey Amanda girl I think Sam just said he's like we don't really have time for the whole like the truth is out there speech, yeah Dean, no like, Dean
0: Dean's like we don't really have time for all the truth is out there speech and Sam is like dude anyway he's like shut up we need like,
1: to listen the co-pilot is possessed we know there's something going wrong here we know you were on that fucking flight and that there's something wrong and she's like i'm sorry and at this point it gets very uncomfortable of like these are two very tall large men who are cornering this woman in the back of a yeah and they're wearing like
0: jeans and leather jackets and all these layers and it's just like dean is holding his homemade what he calls it is his walkman spook detector which is a great name i would not
1: believe them i would not believe them and i would be very frightened and especially after i had a trauma on a plane yeah he's like yeah um we need to get the co-pilot out of there and did like exercise him and she's like excuse me um he's like just like and he's like did you see anything weird when you know You were on that flight, whatever. And she's like, actually, yeah, like I saw somebody's eyes turn black. And I was like, what the fuck is that? And it was like, yeah, that's what this is. And so she does. She coaxes. She gets the co-pilot out and to come back to the back and then like dean fucking tackles this man to the ground and starts like holding him and like tossing holy water on him which starts burning him like it's very graphic yeah
0: and and dean's like wrestling with this dude and amanda's standing there and she's like i thought you just wanted to talk to him and sam's like go out and stand outside the curtain go stand in the hall and and he
1: puts on his like nice sam voice too he's like it's gonna be okay like as they are struggling with this man
0: yeah and, and then, then she does. She's like, "Fair enough. This is out of my pay grade." And she goes yeah. and stands in the hall like an icon.
1: And the demon, it like looks at Sam and is like, "I know what happened to your girlfriend." And Sam's like, "Excuse me?" Um,
0: "Excuse me?" "Excuse me?" Um, yeah, and it's like, "I know what happened to Jessica. I know what happened to Jess." And then Sam is like, this is like while Sam is reading the exorcism yeah. spell and Dean's like, "Hey, Please continue to read because this man is attacking us. And Sam's like, oh, Uh, oh, anyway. Yeah, like he does pause for a minute and you can tell he's like, huh? Hold on.
1: Yeah. And in that time, the the demon does get out and starts traveling the vents and then the plane immediately starts to to nosedive and crash
0: And Sam, people are like flying everywhere on this plane. Like it shows a scene from like the cabin of the plane and people are just like flying back and forth. This plane's going straight
1: down. Yeah. And like Sam, at this point, Sam has not memorized the exorcism or anything. So like the, the book slides away and he has to like go get it as the plane (laughs) is like falling, whatever. So it's like a very dramatic, like him reaching for this fucking journal um as dean is like still grappling with this man in the back um i think i think I, the guy the guy passes out and then you have the very iconic shot of dean um in the corner freaking out as this plane yeah. is crashing cuz he's cause... used as a reaction gif
0: for literally everything yeah. it, it's it's so like because the guy like the demon leaves so the co-pilot's just like passed out so dean's just like by himself in this room as this plane is crashing he's not buckled in he's just like hanging on and he's bracing himself in the corner and he's like screaming and i'm like dang this is so sad
1: yeah it's like it's very tense it's very tense and um eventually sam like loudly like reads out the stuff and then you know the plane kind of stabilizes and everything's
0: fine and they've (laughs) said patrick we saved the city yeah like Um, the the plane's all messed up and everyone's like flying away everyone's fallen over but it's like people are fine like like no one died so they're like we'll consider this one a win
1: yeah and like they they come they come out and they're like people are you know being looked at by paramedics and questioned and all
0: this kind of stuff. Yeah, and, and we see we see the the co-pilot. He's like in a wheelchair, but he's like he's okay. He's got a travel blanket on, and they're like he's talking to the paramedics in this sweeping shot that passes him, and you hear him say like I don't know what happened. I was in the bathroom. I don't even remember getting on the plane. Yeah. Like, so clearly he has no memory of the incident.
1: And. Amanda, the, the stewardess, like, Sam and Dean do their little, like, we're going to dip out here, and they're in the corner, and she, like, looks at them, and she's like, thank you, and then they walk out, and Sam's like, um, yeah, that fucking demon knew about my fucking girlfriend, and Dean's like, I hate to bring it to you, but demons do read your mind and lie to manipulate into things you into things right like yeah I, like I sammy he...
0: bestie i don't think he knew
1: i i i i don't know um spoiler alert he may or may not have
0: yeah um it's a mystery they go back to jerry's like house i guess yeah or like to his job to be like hey jerry everything's all good we figured it out and jerry's like you guys are so epic thank you he tells Sam to, he's like, oh, your dad used to talk so much about you. So how have you got to work with you? And Sam's like, oh, dad talks about me. Anyway. Yeah, and you're like, <laughs> fuck John Winchester, actually, bitch. Yeah, he really, um... he's, it's it's so weird. But in, you don't know that yet. It's supposed to be like, John Winchester's a cool guy who just disappeared, sort nah, of. No, he's a, he's a, he he's, bitch. I mean, he is, but they don't, viewers don't really, you kind of get that, but you don't really, really yeah. get that, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, and, and um he's like oh like you know I'm gonna thank you for all you've done and he asked like Dean's like so how did you get my phone number like I haven't had a very long I have burner phones all the time blah blah blah." and Jerry's like oh well you know your dad's voicemail like says to call Dean at this number and um Dean's like, um, that's weird because the last time I checked my dad's number, it had been disconnected completely, so now it's not disconnected, so what's the truth, and then, like, Dean calls, like, the Dean calls his dad's number, and it goes through, and he hears the message saying, like, call dean at this number which is a full phone number like i'm yeah. wondering if that's someone's fucking phone number i mean it was now. a 555
0: number so yeah and arthur <laughs> arthur come here
1: um so but- D- yeah dean dean calls the thing and he's like so this means our dad could be alive
0: yeah, like he's not dead cuz he's updating his voicemail. So Yeah. And
1: so he's like, "So why hasn't he contacted us? I'm confused." Yeah. Like
0: he's like, "So you've got time to update your voicemail, your voicemail inbox uh tone, but you don't have time to call your son?" Okay. Yeah,
1: and Sam starts to like have a little bit of a mental breakdown on the like on the hood of the car. This yeah. is like this they're is just kind of a-
0: It's an iconic shot, actually. It is, because they're listening to this message with Dean's flip phone on speakerphone, and it's just the two of them, like, sitting on the hood of the car, like, listening to it. And then it ends, and they're like... Sam is, like, acting his ass off a little bit. Yeah, Sam, Jared, Jared did kind of snap on this one. Yeah, and then... Don't say he never gave you anything.
1: And this, this one has the, like, the classic, like, we're gonna have an emotional discussion at the end about our feelings. And then we're going to get in the Impala, and then we're going to, like, drive off and, like, see the road and then, like, have this great screen fade to black. And it's so weird how, like, this is such a, like, not campy, but, like, this is such a, like, oh, this should be, like, a filler episode. But this has, like, every piece of, like, important supernatural lore in it of, like, demons and, like at least the demon conventions for the first four seasons. Then after that, they kind of just throw shit out the window Um, and of the world and of like all this stuff. And you're like, Oh
0: shit. Yeah. It all started here. It really did. Like, I think, you know, this is where we really are kicking into high gear with like, Oh, there's plot happening. And this is one of the first steps we really get towards like finding John Winchester. So it's a really interesting, interesting move. Like I I really I enjoyed this episode. Yeah. Cuz it 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 also like balanced like the seriousness of the situation while yeah. still managing to be kind of lighthearted and silly.
1: Yeah, which is when Supernatural's at its best. Like, I, I would yeah. consider this, this episode, people don't talk about it that much, but this mm-hmm. episode is a really good one, and it also, like, really, it captures, like, young Sam
0: and Dean really well. Um, yeah. It also really helps, like, solidify the connection that Sam and Dean have. Yes, yeah. Because you do see, like, Dean is, like, he's like, okay, I'm in charge. I know what we're doing. I'm kind of planning out where we're going. Here's what, what we should do here's our grand scheme idea and sam's yeah. like okay well i'm gonna focus on some of the micro details and you see like why they work so well together and like yeah when dean starts to get out of his element and lose it sam's like all right i'm okay with doing new things like i'm yeah. i'm okay i'm good to fly let's try it let's do yeah. it whereas normally dean's like impulsive sam's like actually i can be impulsive sometimes too yeah i don't have as much
1: to say about this episode because it's like this episode is really good and also it's airtight
0: like, more- much like the plane it's air much like the plane wasn't it's airtight this
1: this is also i think where the like famous super hula gifts come from yeah of them like showing their badges whatever
0: um because this is the first one where they go and they get their silly little suit and then yeah and they use the
1: same suits for a very long time it's kind of sad actually i mean Um,
0: that's very real though you buy one set of dress clothes and it's like okay well if it works why do i need anything else yeah so I kind of um, I kind of relate to them on that. There is a moment too in the beginning of this episode where where Dina's like, I've never seen a demon try to like hurt this many people all at once before. I'm like, bestie, I have news for you <laughs> that you might not like. I don't know how to tell you this, bestie. I don't know how to tell you this,
1: bestie. But you do co-parent the Antichrist by the end of this series. <laughs>
0: You talk about this boy all the time. I don't know who he is. I'm so excited to meet this child. He is He is very fun. I did see in
1: the trivia that there really was a flight 401 that crashed. Oh. And the airline did salvage the parts and the passengers on the planes that received the parts started reporting seeing either the pilot or the co-pilot um although the airline denied the planes were haunted they did eventually remove those salvage parts and the haunting stopped the incident was made into a book and a movie both the same name the ghost of flight 401
0: that's so so interesting because that's one when um when they were talking about like oh you know sometimes there are spirits associated with planes this is one of the cases they reference it's that's like it's kind of morbid that they went with a real thing but it's also kind of cool to see yeah reference it that's weird i don't know how i feel about that
1: the other, the other little piece is that Sam says, like, oh, you have to say, you know, the name of God. And the Latin word for God is, you know, Deus and not Christo. Christo is Christ. So it's very Christian because it's like, well, they're technically the same thing. So. I do like
0: – I do also like the concept of Sam, like, failing his Bible study class. And he's like, I don't know which – what Christ, God – same thing right and they're like
1: sam (laughs) fails his bible study class but the next gospel of the lord is about him
0: that's that's his punishment so i wanted to bring a segment to the table when we only do one episode uh in our episode of the Mystery Spot I figured it would be kind of nice to to follow up, you know, with some fluff with a little a little game. I have prepared a game today for you. It is called Wait, they were in Supernatural? Oh no. The way oh, that this nar. The way that this game works is I'm going to tell you the name of a celebrity and you are going to tell me if they have been in Supernatural or not. Oh Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> I have prepared, I've prepared nine celebrities for you today.
1: Oh my God.
0: (laughs) So I'm going to tell you who they are and what they are best known for. And you are going to tell me if they have been in Supernatural. Okay. Okay. I'm going to start with one that's kind of easy. Snooki from Jersey Shore.
1: Oh, yes. Yes, she has been in it. Yes. I think she, I remember when she was. It
0: was she, crazy. Yeah, she was a crossroads demon.
1: Oh my, yes. Yes, she was a crossroads. <laughs> oh my God. Yes, I do remember this. That that was like a fever dream, but yes.
0: Okay. The next one is Sterling K. Brown from This Is Us and Black Panther.
1: Yes. I, I definitely know he was in it. I remember he was. what he was.
0: He was actually in a couple episodes. Okay. The next one is Jonathan Galecki from The Big Bang Theory. I'm going to say yes. He was not. We don't have... I did double check. I didn't see any Big Bang Theory crossover. Stay safe. Stay safe out there, everyone. Jesus Christ. Okay. Um.
1: I think there is a shot on the Big Bang Theory, like, of the whiteboard or something that does have Dean and Castiel on it, and that does kind of make me feel (laughs) crazy. The
0: idea of Sheldon from Big Bang Theory being a Destiel shipper is a lot. I mean, taste yeah jim parsons king thank you we get out of there so happy that you're free now all right the next one i have leslie odom jr from hamilton i'm gonna say yes he was he was he was i believe i don't remember if he was a demon or if he had made a deal with the demon i think he made a deal it was crazy too because this was like shortly before Hamilton like began really production it was like maybe like a year like like maybe 2 years before it was in his
1: guest guest starring era in of his going like stage to screen
0: <laughs> in his his um the the television show smash era
1: oh rip smash man when smash and supernatural were on tv at the same time
0: oof it was it was a, a great time for insufferable people.
1: Oof. I mean me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean same to I didn't I didn't say I wasn't included. I will say that's one of my crowning achievements is being insufferable. The next one I have is Manny Jacinto from The Good Place. I'll say no. He was. What? Yeah. When? I don't know. <laughs> Look, I can I can check. Give me one sec. What? So he was in an episode in season eight that was called Pac-Man Fever. Pac-Man Fever is the twentieth episode of season eight. It's the one with Charlie, where she goes oh my with them.
1: Oh god, you're right. Holy shit.
0: Pedro Pascal no
1: that's that's a no i know he was in buffy he
0: was not he was in an episode of buffy though when he was very young
1: listen i do know all of his roles big and small <laughs> so you can't fool me on this one
0: the idea of seeing any of the actors from supernatural in the mandalorian would Please entirely god. it would absolutely break my immersion like even if they were like doing an amazing job acting their ass off i'd be like, like dean Winfrey's too. i would be like oh my god is that dean winchester it's oofsa dean winchester in the ahsoka scene oh my gosh oofsa dean winchester from the chiss ascendancy this is a deep cut this one goes out to all of our thrawn fans out there rick springfield the singer of jesse's girl i'm gonna say yes i think i remember this he was in there um i don't remember what episode he was from but i know i was telling my mom um that I was going to be talking about Supernatural, and she was like, remember when Rick Springfield was in that show? Because she loves Rick Springfield. Yeah, Shout yeah. out to my mom. She does listen. Love you. <laughs> Josh Peck from Drake and Josh.
1: I'm going to say yes.
0: He was not. I made that one up. <gasps> Damn. I think it would be funny, though. Talk about breaking my immersion. That is <sighs> also someone who I would seem to be like, Josh from <laughs> Drake and Josh? What <laughs> the fuck are you doing here? Uh, and the last one I have for you today... Oh, no. Finn Wolfhart from Stranger Things. I'm going to say no. He was. What? Finn Wolfhart from Stranger Things was in Supernatural. He was just a little guy. He was like traumatized child in an episode. In what episode? He was in a season 11 episode called Thin Lizzy. That sounds familiar. Let's find out what it is. For a supernatural podcast, we don't know that much about supernatural. Okay, there's
1: like fifteen seasons worth of shit. Like, I can't remember all of
0: it. That's so true. Um okay. I do
1: know that the season eleven finale is called Alpha and Omega. And I remember <laughs> when it aired and going, I can't deal with this love. I can't do it.
0: Okay. So this is the one where Sam and Dean go to a bed and breakfast that also <gasps> happened to be Lizzie Borden's old home. Oh my god, now I remember this one. <laughs> Dang. I have not thought about this episode in a hot minute. I hope you've enjoyed my little game. Wait. They were on Supernatural? <laughs> Thank you so much for playing along. Um,
1: and thanks for listening this week. Uh, this will be our second uh tuesday drop stuck here at the mystery spot um and we've had just overwhelming support in the first few weeks so thank you thank you for listening thank you for sharing it thank you for taking a brick to your own head and thinking about supernatural each week with us yeah Um, we are
0: we are truly honored um I was genuinely like, yeah, maybe a couple people will listen. It's just a fun little project and like an excuse for me to force myself to rewatch the show. But now I'm like, oh, I'm so happy people are also hurting themselves in their confusion with us.
1: But yeah, if you want to hear more from us, we are two of the co-hosts on Rupalp's Pod Race, which is a queer Star Wars podcast. You can also listen to that wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we have some very fun things coming up. Also a shout out to the Thrawn fans. <laughs> um you can follow us on social media at mystery spotcast on twitter instagram and tiktok please leave a review on apple podcasts and Podchaser. um it is very helpful and just helps people find us in general um we will see you next tuesday for more slang people queer baiting things the supernatural business